Good evening. We're ready to get started. We are um, learning Maseches Rosh Hashanah, Daf Tesvav. We are starting halfway down on the Dalad Amid Beis. All the way to the very bottom of Tesvav Amid Beis, yes. Just as a primer for today, we're very used to hearing about Hilchos Shabbos. We're used to hearing a lot of the nuance of Hilchos Shabbos. But today is a, a year of Shemitah. It's a year of Shviz. It's the seventh year of the cycle. And for those who are aware and keeping the halachos of Shemitah in Eretz Yisrael, these types of blot are, are very halacha lamaisa for them. So one of the primary hakiras that we're going to have today is as follows. Um, do we measure fruits as it relates to their status of Shviz based on Chanata? Chanata is the period right as the fruit begins to blossom and the leaf on the bud falls off. Or do we say, no, it's not the Hanata, it's the Lakita, it's when it's actually plucked from the tree. Now, to us, it's a theoretical Chakira, as many aspects of Shasar. But for the people who actually live in Eretz Yisrael, these are huge nafkaminas. You could have an orchard, a massive orchard of food. If you follow Hanata, the time at which the fruit actually blossomed and the leaf fell off of the bud, then none of that is Shviz. And if you follow Lakita, then it's all Shviz. So there's huge nafkaminas. So we're going to be learning a Gemara. Let's try to, like, like put on the lens of a Ben Eretz Yisrael who owns a farm because these Gemaras for them have tremendous fiscal differences for them. So we're going to get started halfway down in Yudal Adam Abbas. We'll go to the very bottom of Tesvav Abbas to the very last word. And the reminder that tomorrow morning we will be having Dafyomi after the 620 Shachris. As a small silver lining, there will be no Tachanun at the 620 Shachris. Feel free to come join. Says the Gemara halfway down, Rabbi Yossi bar Yehuda Omer, lo minag be shamai, This comment is going back on a statement of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva was of the opinion that uh, we are careful on two maestros, and this is the very top line of this page, uh, of Yudal Adamid Beis, and Rabbi Yossi says, no, it wasn't that Rabbi Akiva was splitting hairs between Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai in regards to Aleph Shvat and Tubi Shvat, which one is the Rosh Hashanah for Ilanos, but rather it was something else. It says the Gemara, what kind of opinion is that? Well, look back at that Brisa. What does it say? It says that he plucked, a, he plucked it off the tree on Aleph Shvat. That's clearly like Beis Shammai. So the Gemara presents two answers. He says, no, that line of Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda can still work. Amar Rabbi Chanina, v'itema Rabbi Chananya, hacha ve'esrog shechantu peirosav kodem tesvav de'idach shvat askinam. What are we talking about? Hacha, in this case, we're talking about an esrog, shechantu, it began to develop. The leaf fell off and it became a fruit before tesvav of the previous year, de'idach shvat askinam. We're dealing with the previous year entirely. And halacha should be the same whether or not it was before that time or that time. It doesn't matter. The fact that it was Aleph Shvat, it had nothing to, it wasn't because he was choosing to be like Beis Shammai. It just happened to be the day that he pulled it off the tree. That's what Rabbi Akiva, within the frame of, uh, of Rabbi Hananya, would say. However, Ravina gives another answer two thirds of the way down. Ravina Amar, no, it's actually not the case that we're talking about a previous year. Rather, Karach Vitani, we have to blend the two parts of the Mishnah together. 
When Rabbi Akiva pulled the esrog off of the tree, it was not the first of Shvat, which would have aligned with the Shita of Beishamai, but rather, which aligns with the Shita of Beishil. And because the date wasn't the first, but rather the 15th, that wasn't what he was concerned about, but rather, as we learned on Shabbos, just a machlokas between the two of them, about whether or not we view Hanata, the development of the fruit, as the, the moment that we look at to establish its status as it relates to Shemitah. If it, is it Hanata or no? Is it Lakita? And says the Gemara, 10 or 10, 12 lines from the bottom, Amar Rabba Barav Huna, Hashta de Amar Rabban Gamliel, Esrogacha Lechikato, Lekitaso, Isuro Kiyerek. So this is a very, very interesting line. Rabba says, now that we know, because we saw that Rabbi Akiva, gave double maestros because of the machlokas Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Eliezer. And Rabban Gamliel was of the opinion that it, it all follows Lakita, and that's Ki Yarek. Maybe, therefore, we should say, says the Gemara, Rosh Hashanah Shalot Tishrei. So uh, I guess that makes sense. We did say the maestros follows Aleph Tishrei, but an Esro grows on a tree. So, so it seems like Rabba, who's an Amora, Rabba in the name of Rabuna, gives this strange position that a tree, that an Esro tree would really follow Aleph Tishrei and not Tubishvat. Says the Gemara, that's really not simple. Mesve Rib Shimon ben Elazar Omer. We have a brisa. What does Rib Shimon ben Elazar say? Likate esrog erev tubishvat ad shelotavo hashemesh. A person plucks an esrog before the sun sets on tubishvat, and then v'chazar v'likate mishetavo hashemesh, and then he picks one once tubishvat actually kicks in. So the halacha is five lines from the bottom. Ein tormen tormenu meisrin mizelze. The two different esrogim, they're not part of the same year of meiser. Why? So this brisa very clearly indicates that an esrog tree is not going to have a Rosh Hashanah of Tishrei, but rather it should be a Rosh Hashanah of Tubishvat, so much so that we distinguished down to the minute that if you pluck an esrog prior to Shkia on Tubishvat, so it's the really Yudalad Shvat, so then that's previous year. And after that, once the Shkia hits, then it's going to be the next day. We already have our question, but the Brisa continues, three lines from the bottom. Let's say that one has a, an esrog that's um, bridging from the third year of the Shemitah cycle into the fourth year. So then how do we look at it? And so this, we're not going to get into this now. We did speak about this on Shabbos as how the third year was different to the previous years. But in regards to the first part of the Brisa, we have a problem. Man, turning to the top of Kita, who had we said when trying to describe the sheet of Rabbi Akiva, where he said that there was a double Meister given one for the previous year and one for the current year. What did he say was the moment in time that we look at? He had said that it was Lakita. That's Rabbi Gamliel. I the Katani Shvat, but this Brisa says that the Rosh Hashanah is, is not Tishrei, that the Rosh Hashanah is Shvat. So how could Rabbi Barav Huna at the bottom of Yadal and Bay say that the Rosh Hashanah for Esrogim is going to be Tishrei? I read this Brisa in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar is explicit that the Rosh Hashanah, the, what we look at, the line in the sand, we're distinguishing when the fruit should be, be Ne'esar ne from, when it should get its Meisr Shvat. So says the Gemara, you made an error, and your quote of Rabbi Barav Huna of the Amora was incorrect. That quote started 10, 12 lines from the bottom. We're now going to correct that. This is the line that we say when we misunderstood an Amora. If you're going to say that Rabbi Barav Huna had a statement 
Here is what it should be third line. Amar Rabba Baravuna, Afal Gav, even though the Amar Rabban Gamliel Esrog Achar Lakita Kiyerek, even though it's true that Rabban Gamliel says that when it comes to an Esrog that we follow Lakita, that we follow the time at which the Esrog is plucked. And that is similar to a Yerek, in which case we would have thought that really Rosh Hashanah should have been like Tishrei, like the Yerek, because it's after Lakita. That's not the case. Rosh Hashanah Shalom, Shvat. Beautiful. Now the Gemara asks a side question uh, on the Brisa that we just learned. If you looked at the bottom, three lines from the bottom of Yudalatim and Beis, the, the Brisa brought a case of Haisa Shlishis Nechnesis Leraviz. But that's a little weird because on Shabbos, we spoke about a case of the second year going into the third. Why here did the Gemara change its example from the second year going into third to focus on the third year going into the fourth? Stay consistent. It doesn't matter which sample you give. All we're trying to show is where is the line in the sand, halachically speaking? Why would you change it? So says the Gemara, five lines down, why is it that on Shabbos when we were learning, we said the katanim that we have year two going into three. And the Bryce at the very bottom of Yudalad Amid it changes gears on us. Why does it change from second and third to third and fourth? Stay consistent, right? Why do the Bryce's change gears? So the Gemara says eight, nine lines down on Tesvav and Medalif, I'll tell you why. Milsa Agav Orche Kamash Malan. We're learning a tangential but important point, and that is the following. The Esrog Kashale Yada. When people touch the Esrog tree uh, too much, it slows down the growth. The alma since it's hefker during the year of Shvis, and therefore people are allowed to touch it. It slows down the growth significantly. So you're right, we could have given the example of two to three, but what we're really doing is the example of three to four. And all we're do, all we're learning in that is to is to show that there is that there is what to be gained in knowledge. And that is that when people touch an estrog tree, it slows down the process tremendously by many years. And we'll discuss that more a little bit later today. About a quarter of the way down on Tes Vav Amiralev, Va'aminei Rav Yochanan Me'Rav Yanai, Rav Yochanan Tes Rav Yanai, Esrog Rosh Hashanah Shaloh Emasai, when is the Rosh Hashanah of, um, uh, of an esrog? This is a very, and why are we asking this question? Didn't we just discuss this? So this is where the history comes into effect. We need to know what we're talking about. This Gemara in flow is out of order because Rabbah is old, it was, a, was two generations after Rav Yochanan. So in our previous discussions of Rabbah and our struggling to understand what he meant, we concluded that the Rosh Hashanah was Shvat. We did. But Rav Yochanan died already. He was gone. So now we're going back in time. Just here's like kind of like the interlude. What, what the Gemara is kind of like connecting is that's what Rabbi said in the third century. But we forgot to speak about something, which was Rav Yochanan. And let's see what he said. So says the Gemara, So then Rav Yanai responds to Rav Yochanan, So then Rav Yochanan says back, hold on. Shvat is it that we're looking at Shvat as it relates to the months? We know, of course, that the Jewish calendar is a blend of the lunar and solar calendars, and the month of Shvat can fall out in a span of 30 plus days in either direction away from, from, away from its norm, right? Like this coming Shvat, uh, Nisan is Shvat Adar, it's Shvat Adar, right? So this coming Shvat is going to be at its normal time. Uh, but Adar is going to double this year. So the next Shvat will be 30 days later than this year's Shvat, 
which means that we're later in the development of the sun and therefore the development of the trees. We're further along in the season. So asks Rabbi Yochanan, what are we talking about? Isn't the halachic aspect of we need the month of Shvat and that's the line in the sand? Or is it a question of the development of the trees? Or do we say, is it Shvat de Chodashim or Shvat de Kufa? Or are we looking at Shvat as it relates to the season? Teves is the beginning. Teves, Shvat is the middle of the sunny season, but if it's pushed off 30 days because, because we're later on in the year, so what do we look at? That's what the Gemara says. So the Gemara responds, See, uh, So Rava says, This is, uh, I was kind of foreshadowing this idea. So We just go based on what is the norm. And what is the norm? The norm is Shvat. The norm is whatever is whatever we normally do, which is the month of Shvat. And that's how the Gemara concludes. Now we're going to see a machlokas between Rava and Rav Hamnuna, and we'll, this will take about an amud to learn a very nuanced discussion about uh, Lakita and Chanata. Let's go, let's jump in. Third of the way down. Amar Rabba, Esrog Bas Shishis Shenichnasat Lishvis. If you have an Esrog that is a Bas Shishis, it's uh, the Chanata. It actually began to blossom. The fruit began to blossom in the sixth year. Shenichnasat Lishvis and. It entered into the seventh year. So the halacha is p'tura min ha-maiser. It's exempt from maiser, which is a feature of Shemitah, because everything is hefker in, the, in a Shemitah year. So it's p'tura min ha-maiser, u-p'tura min biur And at the same time, it's p'tura min biur which means that we don't really have to treat it fully as a, uh, as a day of Shemitah. So it, it seems to be that we've kind of split and bifurcated the day into two. Ubashviis, if it was the seventh year, Shinichnasalashmiz, where really the Bashviis in the seventh year, that was when the Khanata happened, when the fruit began to blossom. And Shinichnasalashminis Pturbamaiser. And if it entered into the eighth year, that's when it was plucked. So then this is actually a mistake. The Gemara says it shouldn't say Pturbamaiser, it should be Chayevas Bamaiser. That's the Shita of the Balhama or here in the back of our Gemara, quoted here on the side by the Hagosvitsionim. It should say Chayevas Bamaiser because it's a non Shmita year, the Chayevas Bibior, and it also is so I don't understand your shita. Bishlama Seifa, I understand the end, the second case, where the seventh year is going into the eighth year. That's Lechumra. You want it to be strict? So, okay, you are a Chayavis Bibior. I understand that. El but in the first case, if you were concerned about the possibility that maybe this is actually Shviz, that maybe this is actually Shmita, so why weren't you Machmir at all? Amai. Did you want to say, if you want to say, oh, maybe we just followed the beginning blossoming of the Esrog, that can't be. If you want to say that we're concerned about Chanata, then it should have been we should have said that uh, it might have been Chayv and Meiser in the first case, because if the Chanata is the establishing factor, that was in year six, and you should be Chayv and Meiser that year. So Amar Le, you can't do that. We had to be lenient in that first case to not be worried about Meiser. Amar Le, Yad Everyone who walks in the field in that seventh year, even though the Chanata took place in year six, but everybody's touching the tree. Ve'at Amris, Techayv Meiser. Everyone's walking in, they think it's all Hefkar, because it's a Shemitah year. They don't know that that tree was planted in the year prior. Maybe you should put a sticker on it. Maybe that's what people do. I don't know. But that's, that should be the concern, is that we should say that it's Techayv B'Meiser. The Rav Hamnuna Amar, Rav Hamnuna argues against all of this and says as follows. Rav Hamnuna says halfway down on Tes Vav Amid Aleph, the Rav Hamnuna Amar, Bas Shishis, Shenichneses L'Shviz, if you have 
a uh, something that's chanata uh, in year six. The the, the esrog begins to blossom in year six. and it is nichneses l'shvis, which means that it enters into the seventh year. That's when it's plucked. Leolam shishis. It is considered entirely to be a year six fruit. Ubashvis hanichneses l'shminis. If it was the year later, where the year seven was the chanata and the year eight was the actual plucking, leolam shvis. That's actually shvis. It says the Gemara, that's our machlokes between Rabbah and Rav Hamnuna, but that doesn't work for everybody because the Brisa doesn't seem to fit for this. Meisve, the Brisa reads as follows. Rav Shimon ben Yehuda Omer, Mishum Rav Shimon, uh, Rav Shimon ben Yehuda says in the name of a different Rav Shimon, Esrog if you have, and it's the same case, but the halacha we will see doesn't work with the previous two shitas that we learned. In a case where you have a bas shishis, that is where an esrog, uh, the Chanata, the actual growth of the Esrog began in year 6, that it was plucked in the seventh year, it's completely exempt from Meiser and from Biur. This is a very strict shita to say, I guess it's a, a Kula and a Chumra, but the Gemara says that there's no such thing as a Chiyuv Meiser unless unless it grows fully in, in year six, and it's actually gathered in year six, and that didn't happen, it was gathered in year seven. In a case where the chanata, where the fruit began to grow in the seventh year, and then it went into the eighth year, and that one when is when it was plucked, then there too, same halacha, that there's no uh, miser in this case. There is no biur here. And in the seifa of this case of the brisa, it was gadal bishvis, but it was not nilkat bishvis. And reisha kashel rav hamnuna, the beginning of this brisa doesn't fit with rav hamnuna. And the seifa kasha bein the rabba bein the rav hamnuna. And uh, basically, what the gemara is asking is like this: We seem to have two different tracks. Do we follow chanata, or do we follow, or do we follow lakita? And this was the chakira that I started with today. When you are someone who owns a massive orchard and the fruits have been grown in the year prior and they're still on the tree during the year of Shemitah, do we follow Chanata, in which case there are no halachos of Shvi'is about that? Pluck them, eat them, they're yours. Or no, do we say that they are a bar shvis and they are subject to all of the halachos therein? And the Gemara says that Rab and Rav Hamnuna seem to not really fit with the bride. So what do we do about that? So the Gemara answers five lines from the bottom of Tes Baba Aleph. The Gemara answers Tanoihi. This is really fundamentally a machlokes in the Tanoim. The Tanya, and we learned this brisa many moons ago in Maseches Sukkah. Yeah. So the Gemara says, Detanya, Amar Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, Av tulmus he'id mishum chamisha zekenim. Av tulmus was a, was a Tana, and he was he'id mishum chamisha zekenim. He gave testimony about, from five zekenim about the following. Esrog achar lakitaso lemaiser. That when it comes to an esrog, we follow the lakita, we look at the moment that it's plucked and not the moment that it starts to grow. V'rabosenu nimnu be'usha, the rabbis disagreed with them. V'amru, Achar lekitaso, bein, they didn't argue, I should say, they added, the, what did the, the rabbi say in Usha? It's true not only by Maiser, but it's also true by Shviz. Now what's weird about this comment of the, of the Rabbo Seinu is that they're not really contrasting with something that, that Avtulmus said. What did Avtulmus say? He was only talking about Maiser. The rabbi said, agree, and also by Shviz. So says the Gemara, Shviz man dekar 
Was anyone talking to you about Shviz? Why are you talking about Shviz? As we turn to the top of Tesvavah Mabez, the Gemara says, you're right, and it must therefore be that we're missing something. Top of Tesvavah Mabez, first line, Chasur Mechsera, the Hachik Tani. This is really Pshat in what the Brisa of Avtulmus should have said. Here is the Brisa of Avtulmus. The Brisa reads, Really, Avtolmos had a split shita. The first part of his shita was that an esrog in regards to Lakita that we established meiser based on plucking. However, when it comes to shvis, Avtolmos was of the opinion that it's based on when the fruit begins to grow. The rabbis argued and said, So that's the machlokas between Avtolmos and the rabbanon, that they agree that in regards to meiser, the Lakita, the plucking off of the tree, is when we actually measure meiser. However, there's a machlokas between them in regards to shvis. Do we say like Avtulmos that it's Chanata, or do we say like the Rabbanan that it's not Chanata but rather Lakita? And this Machlokas was reflected in regards to the Amorim by Rabba and Rav Hamnuna, and that's why their Shitas didn't really seem to fit, because they were each holding like different party lines. So clearly this Machlokas about Chanata and Lakita as it relates to Shviz was a long-standing Machlokas from the Tanaim into the Amorim. What do we do? So the Gemara starts to talk about that on the fourth line of Tesvav Amudbez. Itmar, a statement from the Amoraim. Rab Yochanan Vereish Lakish, Amre Tarvayhu, Esrog Bas Shishis, Shenichnesa Leshvis, Leolam Shishis. Rav Yochanan and, and Reish Lakish, they both agree, they conclude, that when it comes to an Esrog that was Chanata uh, in year six, it began to grow in that year. And it went into the seventh year, and that's when it was plucked. How do we look at that? Le'olam shishis, that means it's chanata. That means that we follow, uh, if it's a sixth year, and it started growing in the sixth year, so chanata is obviously going to be the determining factor. But says the Gemara, another statement by Rav Yochanan, similar. Ki asa ravin, amar Rav Yochanan, ravin said in the name of Rav Yochanan, esrog bas shishis shenichnes alashvis, afilu kezayis, even if it was only a kezayis at the turn of the seventh year. Vinase's kikar, and it turned into a huge growth of food, a loaf of, uh, at least by volume, what looks like a loaf of bread. When are you chayav on something because of tevel? Not during a Shemitah year, because during Shemitah everything's hefker. So therefore we see here yet again in the name of Rav Yochanan that what we are talking about is that Hanata is king. That is the shita of Avtulmus against the shita of the Rav Senu. Uh, and that is how the Gemara concludes on this, uh, this part of the sugya. But we're not quite done yet because the Gemara is going to continue with a new shita in the Tanaim that we have yet to see on this topic, one that splits our answers with the classic Bamedvar Mamurim, a qualification that give, makes us view things differently. Tanur Rabbanon, the rabbis taught us. Ilan Shechantu Peirosav Kodem Tu Bishvat. If there is a tree whose fruits began to blossom and the leaf that's covering the bud as the fruit begins to grow falls off, if that happens before Tu Bishvat, Mis Aser Lashana then had this been, let's just call it, uh, you know, this past year's Tu Bishvat, then it belongs to last year. And uh, if it's afterwards, Achar Tu Bishvat, if the Chanata, if the leaf falls off and the fruit starts to grow after this time, then Mis Aser Lashana Haba, then the Halacha is that it is next year's fruits. However, and this is where things get a little, uh, a little new for us, when do we say that this is true, this distinction of Chanata? That's a tree that has two blossoms of fruits in every year. 
Now, I don't know much about trees, but the Gemara seems to say that that's not normal. Do trees really have a double blossoming throughout the year? I don't know enough to even ask the question on my own. If anyone is a botanist, please let me know. Says the Gemara, It's similar to having multiple uh, multiple brechos. It's similar to having multiple uh, harvests within one year in that it's very slow growing. Aval. If there is a tree that has a very narrow span of time in which it's harvested, only what is considered to be brecha achas, kigon dekalim, the dekel tree, v'zesim, v'charuven, all of these trees, there, if it's brecha achas, as opposed to shtei brecha, so then the halachos are, are different. We only use tu bishvad as the distinguishing factor if it's a slow-growing, developing tree. The world agrees when it comes to Charuvin with Reb Nechemia and his distinction of one brecha versus two brechos. That when there's two brechos, when it's a slow growing uh, harvest, then we use the distinctions of two bishvat. But if it's not, then we don't. So says the Gemara, Reshlakish poses a question to Reb Yochanan. Hold on one second. Binos suach, you have these uh, white types of figs. Shvi shavahan. Shnia uh, is in year number two. The reason that it's Shvis is going to be referenced in year two is because it takes three years, which means that, uh, that the Hanata is king. And you're, you, how, do, how can you say what you said above? That's not true. Hanata doesn't always work. So Ishtik Rav Yochanan didn't respond. And from here until the end of the page, the Gemara is going to try and understand what Rav Yochanan's silence meant. Amrle Rav Abba Hakoin, the Rav Yosei Hakoin. Amai Ishtik, why was Rav Yochanan silent? Lay we he easily could have gotten out of this by saying, Eimalach Ana Rav Nechemia, Ve'at Amrsli Rabbanon. I'm holding like the sheet of Rav Nechemia, and you're coming back to me with the sheet of the Rabbanon? I don't hold like the sheet of the Rabbanon. Let me be me and you be you, all is well. I mean, we don't have to agree with one another. We all have Tanaim that we can hold like. Says the Gemara, that argument would never have worked because of the famous principle Rabbi Yochanan can't hold like whoever he wants without good reason. You can't just hold like Rabbi Nechemia because you want to. So therefore, says the Gemara, They're going to say back to him, You can't leave the Rabbanon, Rabbi Yochanan. You can't leave the rove to paskin like the Yachid. That's not allowed. So therefore, that doesn't work. Okay, fine. Eight lines from the bottom. Maybe Rav Yochanan could have argued back. I'm talking about a minhag, and you're talking about iser v'heter. Totally different ball game. How could you even compare the two? One is minhag, and one is iser v'heter. Says the Gemara. That's a ridiculous argument. We're talking about an iser, and you have a minhag lekula. No, we're not going to ignore you. Your minig is a minig shtus. It's a minig toes. You're not allowed to do that in the face of an iser. That for sure won't work. Okay, says the Gemara, and a, a suggestion that actually works. Vidilma, uh, five, six lines from the bottom. Vidilma, uh, sorry, Vileimale, ki amin alach ana meiser charuven derabanan. When does Rab Nechemya say his leniency? That's only by the charuven, by the carob trees where there's a din derabanan. However, va'at amrisli shviz deoraisa. You're asking me a kasha reish lakish from something that's a din deoraisa? So that's taka, a good question. So Ella Omar Rabbi Abba Hakoin. Rabbi Abba Hakoin says back to the person he's speaking to, and he says, Timihani, he meshiva reish lakish lechuvazu. I would be pretty surprised if reish lakish posed this question to Rav Yochanan. The Gemara says, Weren't you reading above? Im Heshiva, if he'd asked this question, 
Ha'osva. He did ask this question. And that's where the silence came from. So the Gemara says, Ela'ema. No, the Gemara doesn't mean whether or not he asked it. But what the Gemara means is, would Rav Yochanan had embraced the distinction uh, to say that when we're talking about the carob tree, the charuvan, and we're holding like Rav Nechemia, that's only by Dine de Rabbanan. But everything else that we're talking about is Dine de Raisa. Im Kibla Rav Yochanan, Im Lokibla. We don't know if he would have accepted it. So we'll stop right here at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the page. Tomorrow morning, Daf Tezayin, a beautiful Agarata, Kimat beginning to end, about Rosh Hashanah, about the different types of Svarim, Abenani, the famous uh, discussions by Rosh Hashanah. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Well, I have a sunrise tomorrow, you don't need the sun for uh, the hangout. And the south side of...